0: well good morning everyone my name is brian and today is thursday june 8th 2023 and this is episode 426 of the last project podcast a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control and today it's another coffee with brian good morning good morning good morning what's in the cup today got more clyde got more clyde in my cup (laughs) Uh, Some more of that Clyde blend. It's good. Stuff is good. It's a nice light roast. If you want to check that out, check uh, theperfectcup.shop or head on over to foodforestfarms.com and you will find it there. Um, Look at the chat. Look at the chat. We were having a little bit of conversation before the show started. I wrapped up a few minutes early. Uh, and, um, James and Pip were there having a little, little conversation. And so I jumped in and chatted for a minute and yes, we have a pretty deep chat here for uh, only being on for a minute and a half, but good morning, uh, James again. Good morning, Pip. Uh, hey, Josh Renegade Butcher and, uh, the Backwoods Butcher, (laughs) Kyle, how's it going, man? Hope everybody's doing well. Let's see if I see anybody else here in the comments. Just looking at those little emoji, uh, avatar things. And nope, they all look the same. Just four of us hanging out. Hey, Mike, Mike, the Philippine nomad. How we doing? it in this morning. Ah, it's going to be a good day. Going to be a good day. Got a good perfect cup question of the day. Pretty light topic. No, uh, no real brain busters or emotional or energy charged questions. Uh, this was a pretty easy, simple, fun one. Uh, (sighs) it's so hard for me to say it. (laughs) Kyle says, Kyle says it's so hard for me to say backwards butcher Kyle. Um, I think it's because the Joshua is, uh, is the, the butcher. Joshua is the butcher for so long. And then Kyle just drops in and, uh, has to be a second butcher i don't know we need to get him uh need to get him another profession or something we can only have there's only room for one butcher we'll have to fight to the death If you guys are wondering um any more about kyle be sure to check out the liberty meat chat uh we see more and more of him every day Oh, no. Kyle's got good stuff going on. If you are listening and you don't know of Kyle, uh, you hear him in hear about him in the chat in the mornings and things like that, especially if you're listening to audio. Uh, jump over to YouTube and check out the Backwoods Butcher. Check out the Renegade Butcher. Check out Gingerbread Farms. Check out all these guys that hang out in my chat. They're all making content, and uh, it's all great. It's, it is. Uh, I check it out just because they pay me to. Uh, no, I mean, they don't. No, I check it out because I like it. Um, and you, you should too, you should too. I should put together a, uh, a rolling community list of, um, of, um, content creators and their links and stuff on my page that, that would be just a great idea, wouldn't it? I should probably think about doing that. Um, sorry. The phone was on and I had to get it on vibrator. It would have been over there vibrating all morning and, uh, Anyway, let's see. What do we got going on in the comments here? our itty this morning. Um, what is that? Front. Oh, okay. <laughs> Josh spelled it wrong. But uh, he says <laughs> Kyle's new name needs to be Front Rug Butcher. <laughs> Front Rug Butcher. <laughs> oh, man. Um. Pip and I said we could do the F- SRF event, and it's a butcher off. The winner, uh, butcher off for the winner, gets to stay in the community. The loser gets fed to the pigs. They are pretty fun together. Those guys, they uh, they do have a good time. I do, they do have a good time. And uh, yeah, gingerbread, gingerbread. You need to make some content, man. Um, you got your own style for sure, for sure. Um, and oh. Backwoods just threw down the gauntlet. Uh, I haven't really heard back and got confirmation on this Butcher off. We're still working out the details to see if it's even possible. But Butcher, Backwoods Butcher throws down the gauntlet here for the Lots community and says, This is true. Whoever wins at SRF is the Butcher in the chat. This could be uh, this could be bad. What's that? Corey says, What if we invite other butchers and both of you fucking suck and lose? <laughs> like they said they could find it they can find a junkie on the way down and, and butcher him. It, said it doesn't have to be an official butcher off. We do have some raw property where we could go out and do some stuff that no one might know. <laughs> Steaks all around. <laughs> Pip says good morning, Corey. Pip gets the first, Pip gets the first uh gets the first good morning, Corey, in. Um I think Corey raises a great point. Maybe Billy Bond's gonna be in the last project chat as the butcher soon. <laughs> good morning, Canadian Farmstead. Good morning, Canadian Farmstead. He is suggesting that there may be a monkey pox outbreak at SRF. <laughs> Don't eat the meat. Don't eat the meat. <laughs> now, now Josh is challenging Kyle to a sword fight. <laughs> Which kind of sword? And Corey says, I'm not sure if that's a good idea for Josh. He'd probably stab himself. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, just stand back and let him do the damage himself. <laughs> oh no all right well that's a fun little intro this morning uh maybe fun for some of us but <laughs> if you're still listening let's uh let's roll into that perfect cup question of the day and then uh, we'll get to the history segment brought to you by pip over there at ductioncups.com all right <laughs> here we go all right, it's time again for the 94th edition of The Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram group. That's t.me slash lotschat. That's t.me slash L-O-T-S-C-H-A-T, lotschat. You drop over there. That's a great place to drop any potential questions of the day. We're coming up on 100, and I'm taking now I'm taking questions from the audience as they come in and filling them in with other questions that I find. I drop the question across social media the day before, that's Sunday through Thursday, and circle around, grab the answers, and present them the next morning on the show. That's Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central. Part of the full show. Clip it out, and if you're listening to this on Spotify, please hit that follow if you're listening to the Perfect Cup feed on its own. Um, I drop it in Telegram. That's the surest way to get your answer seen. Uh, Noster would be a close second, but if you're willing to roll the dice, throw it up there on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, or MeWe. If they are nice enough to give me the notification, I will grab it and put it on the list, but the sure way is Telegram or Noster. The perfect cup question of the day today is, what's the best concert you've ever been ever attended excuse me what is the best concert you have ever attended now i love my audience i love them you can tell this morning just by the way we interact i love them i love them but some of them i mean some of them read a question they want it to be cerebral they need to think about it they need to overthink about it this is what's the best What's the best concert you've ever been to? Multiple people in my audience had to say, well, best is really subjective. Was it the most entertaining? Was it this? Was it the most meaningful? What's the fucking best? What's the best concert you've ever attended? I'm going to go through these. I'm going to read all the weird, weird little caveats and everything that everybody came up with. But, I mean, there's got to be one. There's got to be one. There's always a best. There's always a best. <laughs> Kyle says you're not going to believe this, but Kid Rock. I do believe that. I've seen him. I've seen him headline i uh, I've seen him headline a, uh, festival when he was at his peak. I guess he is still pretty up there on the peak, but he's on his way down. Uh, I saw him uh, headline a festival at his peak. I saw him uh, back when he was uh, coming straight out of Detroit and a really horrible, funny-looking rapper. Um, Like, ridiculous. Uh, Check out Kid Rock from uh, Welcome to the Party. Circa 1996, maybe 97-ish. Do yourself a favor and look that up. But, Kid Rock, I do agree uh, every instrument on the stage the man played. Uh, Chris Dixon says Iron Maiden 1985 Dallas Texas can't can't say that I would agree with or agree or disagree with that because in 1985 I was seven years old um, and Iron Maiden wasn't even on my radar yet Canadian Farmstead dropped three in there he would say that Bare Naked Ladies was my first concert they have fun on stage and make it fun for the audience yes I do agree Bare Naked Ladies seen them six or seven times that would rank up their high on my concert list uh fish the whole concert was just a massive jam uh yeah fish yep crosby stills nash and young i wish i wish i had seen them all together and he said because i got to see them all together crosby stills nash and young yes that would be a cool cool concert to have seen james uh the gingerbread farm man says the only concert i have ever been to was grateful dead in 94 I mean, that's a good one if you got to go to one Uh, Aaron Two Chicks Homestead says so hard to decide. I would say within temptation, but not by much over some others. Uh, I had to look it up. I'd never heard of them. They are goth metal band uh, electronic. It seemed to be uh, goth electronic metal band light show and things of that nature. Robin Hosting says, kiss 1978. Well, I retract the, the, I was seven and 85 and Iron Maiden wasn't on my radar. I was, um, if it was after February of 78, I was just out of the womb and, uh, kiss definitely wasn't on my radar. Uh, golden Cricket said she's only been to a band concert and then half of another concert because she had curfew. Uh, but then she asked if Rodney Carrington counted and I say, absolutely. The guy that sings Titties and Beer. Was it Titties and Beer? Is that that, Rodney Carrington? I know I'm good at drinking beer. Um, uh, Put Your Clothes Back On, I'm pretty sure it's him. I don't know. I don't know. Rodney Carrington. Yes, that would count. Pip says, if a dude's familiar with Orlando, they know of the Earth Day Birthday Rock Concert. A dozen or so bands lined up for a day's event. Two stages and a decent pit. Been there a few times through the early 2000s, but not that. I've seen Seven Dust in concert a half dozen times. A great show, but no, not that. That includes my first time driving to a concert in Daytona Beach. Uh, I think the band lineup was One Minute Silence, The Hunger, a few others, and Seven Dust. Maybe 98? (laughs) Nope, not that one. But learned a thing or two about concerts. When you stand at the side of the stage, you see all the women flashing better Wow, that was... There's a there's an insider tip. Uh, best concert was James Taylor. Really? Maybe mid-90s. I saved some money as a young teen, and Mom got two tickets to the show for Dad and myself. They were a bit in the nosebleeds. Best concert ever. Hang out with Dad as a kid and sing along with a dude with a guitar. Life is good. He even got a T-shirt from the show. Had it for another decade before Brake Cleaner got on it. Damn, man. James Taylor. That's... uh Nice, nice, nice. I like it. I like it. And the others, all the others too. Uh, Rob uh, from the chat says, I quit my retail job on Valentine's Day to see Kill White and Dead. Kill White. I don't know how to say it, but it looks like Kill Whitey Dead or something to that effect. That's some hole in the wall bar. It was insane. People moshing, hanging from the rafters and the like. The band was famous for using sound bites all through their songs. The guy who was cueing them up was having sex with some chick while doing his part. Not sure if this was the best concert, but definitely the most memorable. Also, don't expect anyone but me to know who the band is. I didn't even look that one up. I didn't want to get flagged on any lists or anything, but uh, I'll take your word for it um mike the philippine nomad says van halen 1984 cow palace in san francisco some dumbass fool almost locked one of our crew in the trunk of my 67 buick don't know how we made it home that night i don't think any of us showed up for class the next day either as we were definitely not hot for teacher when we finally rolled out of bed oh mike oh mike ham van halen in 1984 damn was it the 1984 tour? and it actually in 84? was it 80 1984 one of their albums? um not a, i was a huge van halen fan. uh i know them because of how famous they are. i was into other stuff when uh, van halen was kicking around. scrambling says best is in su- best is such a pinhead to dance on. heaviest trip. <laughs> Best vibes, most impact, or be, uh, but the best would have to be his fish honeymoon Halloween three set night. Of course, fish ten thirty one two thousand fourteen. Everything was right, and he had a picture of him and Chicken Joe at the show. Uh, Sean from the uh, Sean from the chat says, hmm, "Hard to answer as many different criteria: best performance, most fun, etc." I got to see the second-to-last Nirvana show in North America ever. Sean was up in Seattle about that time, uh, and that's pretty cool. Uh, He also had a lot of fun at NoFX and the Beastie Boys. Lots of shenanigans before and after. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's all subjective. That was the point of the, the whole concert thing. People wanted to give more than one. I get it. I get it. We can't have our favorite band. Uh, and it is very hard to say what the best concert is. Do I have an answer? No, I don't. I don't. I don't remember the majority of the concerts I went to in the in the late '90s for sure. I know I saw some bangers. I know I saw. I came home and uh, and thought about them for days, and now they just are distant memories in this foggy um, foggy brain of mine. Uh, I think one may have had to have been, uh, Natalie Merchant solo, uh, and then seeing her come on and play with 10,000 Maniacs after they, uh, disbanded. That was pretty cool. In a hole in the wall bar with a couple other people. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. She wasn't supposed to play. I was there just because I knew the, the bouncer and was getting in free, uh, sat at the bar, 10,000 Maniacs was playing post Natalie and, um, wasn't that good, let's just say, playing small venues. She happened to be in the area and came and uh, did a set. It was, like, cool, just sitting there and uh, when people show up. Those are always the ones I am most, uh, I always wanted to be at. The stories I hear of small hole-in-the-wall bars where bands show up and uh, there's no way they should be playing a venue that size. Jump on stage and play a few songs. That's That's the thing I like. Let's go over the comments and see what's going on before I hit the history segment. I did not scroll at all during this. This could take a second. We're way back up in sword fights. Um, we got hospital visits. We got them. Um, um, <laughs> they're having they're having sword fights, and no butchers are going to be left. Um, and there's going to be yes, there's going to be EMTs at SRF. Chuck Peoples does a whole uh emergency response class there. Da-da-da. Within Temptations, good shit. Renegade knows him. Hey K-Bonk, good morning. Uh da-da-da-da. sorry guys. Sorry, guys. Um, it was the Van Halen World Tour 1984 that Philippine Nomad was talking about. He wasn't hot for teacher. I loved that. Um bonk says, I'm going to date myself. Emerson, Lake, and Palmer was my first show. Not the best. Worked the Carrier Dome in school, so I saw tons of shows. <coughs> yeah. K-Bonk, I hear you. I bartended in a live blues bar. I could not tell you the names of the people that came through there, but from my manager's reaction, they were like nationally known uh, blues acts, and I just liked to listen to them jam. Like, I did not care less. I was uh, more of a techno techno uh, raver kid at that point but uh, man going to work at that blues car blues band and listening to these guys or blues bar and listening to these guys and the bands just jam out was phenomenal couldn't tell you who I saw didn't matter I was just working um renegade butcher says fly leaf he got to make money and see the show at the same time that's always good um (laughs) gingerbread farm says after going to the grateful dead and finding my people and really enjoying the show i'm not going to top that not even going to try yeah yeah no sleep till brooklyn i did i saw the beasties i saw the beasties at uh at a school show man i i just seen too many i've seen too many Gingerbread says, I'm the EMT. I know you're the EMT. I'm just saying that uh, that there's other EMTs there and plenty of emergency medical trained people at that event. Just so you know, you're not going to be the only EMT. All right, guys. That's the perfect cup question of the day for for Thursday. Be sure, be sure to look out for that one for Friday. It's going to be an interesting one. And join us for tomorrow's conversation. I hope I get a lot of answers and get to dive in. <laughs> But with that it's been another episode of the perfect cup and now back to the main show all right that one went a little long just a little long little long let me see let me see uh let's get the history going uh pip <laughs> pip was all apologetic this last yesterday he said oh shit i forgot to email myself i know you're getting the shows prepped early and uh beforehand and all that i uh, i said you know what don't worry about it send it in the morning so uh, this is a. This might be a suicide run. I have not run through this. I've not read it. It's going to be a trial run, going trial by fire. I uh, I normally read through them, kind of check them out on the way. All right, here we go. K Bonk says, "Hi Corey," or "Hi K," as in K and B, I guess. Uh, Renegade Butcher says, "Hi Corey." Backwoods Butcher says, "Hi Corey." They all love you. <laughs> That was the most fake Corey voice I've heard in a long time. She says, good morning, everyone. <laughs> oh, Pip saying you got an E for effort. No, man, you get an A for effort. It is here. Um, Jesus, Backwood Butcher says more Corey, less Brian. Oh, you guys. I try to tell her. I try to tell her she could come out and just sit here and stare at the screen and, and I'd have 40 people in the in the audience sitting here getting views. But she won't do it. She won't do it. She just got to make her little cameos, making her tea and uh, and and derailing the show. Sorry, guys. Got a little release there. Anyway, now for the lots of history brought to you by Pip over at Duction. Cup.com. Backwoods Butcher wants to see your feet. <laughs> <laughs> not not this show. That's an evening show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lots of history brought to you by Pip over at DductionCups.com. Du- oh let me i'm gonna mark these uh comments sorry before i get into history otherwise i won't see them later um all right cool let's get to the history sorry guys sorry guys i saw some stuff i wanted to make sure i got back to all right good morning humans and happy a.m in florida man language we call today friday eve i love florida man okay i say friday eve and i'm in florida it counts hips of Florida, man. (laughs) Here's lots of history for you on Thursday. Oh, and good morning, Corey. I'm guessing that might have to be in relation to some hashtag for the 10K giveaway tomorrow morning is going to be something to do with my wife, because obviously the, the people like her way better than me. All right. This day, this day, June 8th, 2023, June 8th, 2023 is today. But in history, on June 8, 1949, George Orwell's 1984 is published. Orwell's ninth and final book, it centers on consequences of totalitarianism, mass surveillance, and repressive re- regimentation of people and behaviors within society. The book has been translated into 65 languages with over 30 million copies sold. Pips notes I did audiobooks on this one, mind blown. If you have not checked out 1984, I don't know where you've been hiding, but check it out. There's a movie, there's a book, there's several movies, actually, and several books, so check it out. Check it out, whatever language you need to read it in. June 8th, 1966, an F-104 starfighter collides with XB-70 Valkyrie prototype number two, destroying both aircraft during a photo shoot near Edwards Air Force Base. Joseph A. Walker, a NASA test pilot, and Carl Karras, a United States Air Force test pilot, are both killed. Pip's notes, I'd hate to make that call. Yes, sir. Our hey, I'm back i'm back i'm back um yeah the planes crashed the planes crashed june 8th 1992 the first world ocean day is celebrated coinciding with earth summit held in rio de janeiro brazil the ocean project started global coordination of world ocean day starting in 2002 world oceans day was officially recognized by the united nations in 2008 the International Day supports the implementation of Worldwide Sustainable Development Goals, SDGs, and fosters public interest in the protection of the ocean and the sustainable management of its resources. Pips notes, FYI, Boyan Slats, the ocean cleanup, birthday is July 27th. From my ignorant understanding, it sounds like Boyan's done more to clean the oceans than anyone at some point party in rio de janeiro oh excuse me it's called a summit yes if you're not familiar with the name what about the ocean cleanup river cleaning boat and the interceptor ocean garbage collecting machine yeah those things are freaking crazy um there are a lot of projects going on like that When I was doing um, the plastic, the waste plastic, to oil, we were in talks with several other startups that were doing ocean plastic collection. These giant machines that would just roam the ocean on solar power, harvesting plastic and uh, dragging it back to to land to uh, be taken care of. So awesome projects out there. Check them out if you want to support them. I think it's pretty damn good cause because we only have... So many oceans this day uh, June 8th 2004 the first Venus transit is well over a century the first Venus transit in well over a century takes place the previous one being in 1882 the last transit of Venus was on the 5th and 6th of June 2012 and was the last Venus transit of the 21st century the prior transit took place On the 8th of June, 2004, the previous pair of transits were in December 1874 and December of 1882. The next transits of Venus will take place in the 10th through 11th of December 2117 and 8th of December 2125. So we're all out of luck. Unless they freeze your head and bring you back, you're going to be out of luck. Pips knows what is a transit of Venus, you ask. A transit of Venus across the sun takes place when the planet Venus passes directly between the sun and the superior planet of Earth. Oh, wait, and a superior planet, becoming visible against and hence obstructing small portions of the solar disk. Also, Pip notes, yeah, I don't know if that helped. Basically, it's like when the moon goes between the Earth and the sun, man, except it's Venus, and it only happens every couple thousand years that thousand years or hundred years? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, birthdays. Let's see who was born this day, June 8th, 2023. Um, <laughs> June 8th. I keep saying the year. I got to stop June 8th. 1867. Frank Lloyd Wright, American architect, designed the Price Tower and uh, Falling Water. Wright played a key role in an architectural movement of the 20th century. Influencing architects worldwide through his works and hundreds of apprentices in his Taliesin fellowship, Wright believed in designing in harmony with humanity and the environment of philosophy called organic architecture. Uh, June 8, 1929, Nada, Inada, Japanese <laughs> psychiatrist and author, Nada's medical specialty was psychiatry, particularly in the treatment of alcoholism, and he was head of the Substance Abuse Department of National Hospital in Japantown. Uh Saoka <laughs> June 8th, 1957. Scott Adam, American author and illustrator, American author and cartoonist. He is the creator of the syndicated Dilbert comic strip, and the author of several nonfiction works of satire, commentary and business. Adam's. Worked in various business roles before he became a full-time cartoonist in 1995. Pip's notes, how does one draw a comic strip for a living? I just stands up, throws 40-page page parts shipping manifest in the air, but declines to flip the desk. Still needs to finish the history segment. <laughs> Pip's sick of doing shipping manifests. He just wants to draw cartoons. Let's see who kicked off today. Uh This day, June 8th in 632 Muhammad the central figure of Islam an Arab religious social and political leader and founder of Islam died. Muhammad died. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> this day in 19, 1795 Louis the 17th of France. Yeah I know my Roman numerals Pip. Born Louis Charles Duke of Normandy when his father was executed on the 21st, in the middle of the period of the French Revolution, he automatically succeeded. I am froze solid. What happened? Hello? 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 Can you hear me? Hello, can you hear me? Testing. Hello, can you hear me? Oh, you can hear me. All right. Well, looks like the camera isn't working, so I'm just gonna keep going. Uh, let me know in the chat if you can't hear me. <laughs> this is this is uh, this is very interesting. Uh, anyway, let's see. Um, <laughs> like a weirdo in the dark. I don't know where my video went. my camera like locked up. Uh, let me see if I can change cameras, but I'm gonna finish the history segment and then fuck around with that. Uh, 2004, Charles Hyder, American astrophysicist and academic, an American astrophysicist and descendant from Albuquerque, New Mexico who campaigned against arms race, nuclear weapons, and nuclear waste and ran for the US presidency uh let's see oh god thanks guys thanks guys holidays christians have a feast day and 11 other holidays pips notes the word the word feast in this context does not mean a large meal typically a celebratory one but instead an annual religious celebration a day dedicated to a particular saint australian island has bounty days norfolk island the day the descendants of the mutineers arrived on the island it is named for the bounty although the ship never saw norfolk island uh peru has engineers day world brain tumor day that link goes to german brain tumor association here's one of per- personal favorites as mentioned above world ocean day earth cam day, web link for sunrise um then brian Slap, founder and ceo of the ocean cleanup project a bunch of links here in the morning and then Pip says, "This coincides today's lots of history. Clean up litter, enjoy the beach sometime soon, and happy day that ends in Y." Pip's notes: This desk is too heavy to flip. Grab those forklift keys, James. I'm not getting a Mac. It's not the can. It's not the thing. Here, let me see what I can do. Um, let's see if this helps. I think it was my camera. Hey, we're back. We're back. Can you see me now? Can you hear me now? (laughs) Oh, wow. (coughs) I don't know. My camera just locked up. All I had to do is turn it off, turn it back on (laughs) to really, really. Um, let me see here. Let me see. What a shit show this morning. I'm gonna go back up and. K um, was wondering what's with the hat. That's a uh, Toolman Tim patch. No, that is not a Toolman Tim patch. Uh, I went back to just uh, rolling through patches. I went and did the 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 poll every day, uh, or every week. Excuse me, and uh, got through them. I got through them. I only have six or so. So did it for a while. And now I'm going back to the patches. I'll swing back to the tool Man, Tim patches. This is just an old, um, an old patch that I had. Um, Pip was saying, he, he said, isn't that how Tim gets more views? He brings his wife on the show. He says that's attempted humor. I think that is not humor. I think that is fact. Um, let's, uh, backwoods wants to see your feet for some reason. Uh, Renegade Butcher said Just set your screen to a picture of Corey And shut your camera off, triple your views Uh, Everybody will wonder why Cool Check Has such gravelly voice (laughs) Uh, Oh man Yeah Yeah Yeah, here we are Here we are (laughs) John says it got really bright When my camera came back on (laughs) Oh man All right. well we got all the important segments done. I uh I have a couple things on my list here to talk about today. Uh let's see, on the list, two main things. We have our summer road trip set. I mean, I guess road trip is what we are on permanently. But um, if you've been following the show, we sat down in Tennessee, we found a really Nice, affordable spot to uh, to park our trailer. We have full hookups if we want them, uh, which is nice because it's, it's warm and the dogs need the air and all that. But ironically, one note before I get into what I was talking about with the weather. So you heard me bitch and bitch and bitch forever about Minnesota weather and it's why we left all of that. This winter, I guess, was not that bad. From what I understand, it was a lot of snow. They got a shitload of snow, but the temps weren't that bad. But on a normal year, uh, you were going to see negative 30s. You're going to see negative 30 wind chills routinely. You're going to see low negative teens um, quite a bit during the winter. Most of January and February is just miserable. Um, Winter lasts forever. On and on and on and on and on. Well, the other day we called. I think it was like Saturday. We called your parents. Uh, We called Corey's parents up in Minnesota. And we were discussing things, and Corey and I were standing outside because we had the air on for the dogs, and it was getting warm. Uh, But it was, you know, late, late, high 80s-ish, sunny, uh, not real humid or anything, but uh, it was warm. It was warm, especially in June. Uh, And we were talking to her parents, and they were like, oh, man, it's so hot here. It's so hot here. We were looking at the temperatures, and they were similar to down here. And I'm like, this is exactly why we moved. Tennessee doesn't have to deal with months and months and months and months and months and months months of winter. They don't need to deal with negative 30 wind chills. They don't need to deal with feet, feet and feet and feet of snow, ice, 16 springs and 14 falls, this and that and the other thing. And they're still warm. They're still dealing with the summer heat that we are. Minnesota is the most bipolar state when it comes to weather. It is super cold and just as hot, not as hot as Texas. I'm not saying it gets as hot as Texas or Arizona or things like that. But within reason, a thousand miles difference. Is that what we're about? about a thousand miles south, I think we are uh, or a little more. We're going to get 90 more. Days of growing season here, not experience the ass cold in the winter and get the same temperatures in the summer. Gets a little warmer, not significant enough to make up for those negative 30s. So that was just an observation we had made. But anyway, I'll get back to the list over here. Um, we plan our road trip. We we need to go up to South Dakota, we need to take care of some things up there. We have been meaning to get up there. Um, a few different times, a few different times we've been, uh, we're going to take care of this. And we said, we just needed to get it done here. We have the summer, we have a spot to come back and we needed a game plan to get on the road. We need to grab some documents from Corey's parents. So them being close to South Dakota, we're like, well, how about we, how about we plan and hit that side of the state? We'll stay a few days. We have to stay for some time to get residency and do paperwork and this and that. Corey's got some days she has to work in there, but we said, let's plan the trip. And so I got in touch with some people. There's ways we can do it by just going to the very southeast corner. If it looks like we're having an earthquake, Norman's just itching his chin uh, next to me here. But uh, there were some ways we could do it by mailing documents. We didn't want to do that. To do everything in person, we have to visit um, both Eastern, well, We don't have to visit Eastern. We need to visit Western South Dakota. So we looked at it and I looked at it and went back and forth and said, how are we going to do this? I'm looking at it. I'm putting spots on the calendar. I'm putting spots on the map. And last night we finally sat down and we just pounded it out. We planned out a 20 day. Well, I guess it'd be 20 one-day, 20-night road trip. We're going to be hitting um, a shitload of states, a shitload of states that we haven't knocked off already off our list, but we will be going, let's see, we're going to go from Tennessee to Illinois to um, Missouri to Nebraska, South Dakota, Wyoming, Colorado, kansas oklahoma arkansas back to tennessee big old loop big old loop there are a lot of people i know that we're gonna get real close to and i don't know if we're going to be able to stop and visit uh as many as we'd like as i mentioned earlier in uh in that whole description Corey has some days she has to work throughout there she's in a real interesting position at work where she's one of the few people that do what she does. Uh, one of the few, well, she's really the only person that does what she does, but there's things that need to be done that she's one of a few people that have access to do it. Um, some other people had vacation. It's July. Uh, the person, some other people that have the access had vacation. So Corey said, Hey, I can work from anywhere. That's the whole deal. Um, we have this great opportunity to be able to travel and when sh- there's days that she can't take off we stop and so we plan that in we looked at a big calendar so we're going to be rolling out uh July 10th 8th, 8th. July 8th Yeah, it's right here on the the thing next to me I'm using for my notes. If I looked at it, it would uh, would be pretty easy to tell. July 8th, we're going to be taking off. We're going to be rolling probably every day. And that's where I'm saying we're going to get close to a lot of people. But uh, for the majority of this trip, it is a functional trip. We are going to accomplish things, so we have to get to different places and then sit down for a little while and do some stuff. And just to make... The time are reasonable, we will be traveling, let's see, one, two, three, four, four or five days in a row, then sitting down for four or five, then moving, sitting down for four or five or three or four, and then moving day, 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 and then sitting down again. And on the last leg of our trip, uh, we'll sit down for three or four days, and Corey has to work, and I got to do an interview on TSPs. So... Why not sit down for that and then make the trip home? Uh, We're making this big round trip coming back to Tennessee. Well, why are you coming back to Tennessee? I got work to do here. I got work to do. Working on some stuff with Toolman Tim, getting back to Tennessee, trying to get some stuff prepped up prior to SRF and Tim coming down and uh, knocking out some work with him the end of August for like, I think he's going to be here for like three months or something. Two months, a long time. We're going to be here a while, so we're going to knock out a bunch of work, but I'll have some prep to do before he gets here to get a bunch of stuff in line. Um, so we got to come back. And I said, when do you want to do it? She says, let's do it sooner rather than later. So July it is. Pretty much the whole month of July we'll be on the road. Hopefully, every place we go will have a cell signal. And if it's a weekday or a weeknight, we will uh, be knocking out shows as normal. Um, yeah, should be good. Should be good. It'll be a good time. The trip will be approximately 3,000 miles in 21 days. Rolling, rolling around, rolling around for sure. Um, The other thing I was going to get into with that trip is um, what I have to do. (laughs) I said we're going to take off on uh, July 8th. That is one month from today. So Brian has one month to get a shitload of stuff done. Um, what does that list entail? That list entails ordering some stuff from Amazon. Uh, one is including a, uh, recovery jack pack, uh, recovery jack kit that, uh, I'm going to need because I got to jack up the, jack up the camper. Actually, I think I could do it with, the I could do it with the, um, Anderson levelers. Like I changed the tire. Uh, A few weeks ago or a few months ago, I guess now. Um, But I want to get this jack. I want to have it on hand. Uh, Eric, a community member, recommended it. He was a a full-time nomad and he had this for his RV. Uh, It just seems uh, way better than anything I have to lift the the RV up. I want to get it. I want to get it in the truck for for safety purposes. uh, And then I can use it, test it out and use it to check the bearings on the trailer pop the tires off, check the bearings, make sure they're nice and greased, grease them up if need be, inspect them, see if they need to be changed out. That's one of things we want to do before we get on the road. That'll be good for a little while. Um, seeing it's a 3,000 mile trip, we should be all right for a little bit. Need to get that done. Uh, we need to um, get some tires fixed. Uh, have one tire that has been off the trailer since um, our last road trip, we had a slow lead. right now. I had a frozen camera now. I have frozen internet. It's fantastic. <laughs> the quality of the Lost Project podcast. <sighs> anyway, anyway, the valve stem was coming out and um, I couldn't get it to stay in and changed the tire and then went to show Corey and it stayed in. Just amazing. Anyway, that tire needs the slow leak fix still. It's just in the back of the truck. The trailer hasn't been moving. so um, So I didn't So I didn't get it fixed. And so we got to get that fixed. We want to get a couple of, uh, replace the other two tires on the truck that we didn't get replaced in Dava Soda. They are, uh, they can be, they can definitely stand to be changed. And uh, then we'll be all four new within six months of each other. So that's, that's nice. I got to do some slide maintenance on the trailer. I got to get the the slide, the slide uh, mechanics all looped up. And then all the windows need to be looped up. I need to um, condition all the seals, all the routine maintenance on the trailer. I uh, need to get solar system back up and in cycle because right now we're using uh, plug-in. We're using plug-in here because it is uh, hot and the dogs need... The air conditioner turned on around noon to two every day, somewhere between there. We usually make it, Uh, it's supposed to be cooling off a little bit now, uh, not getting it up into the nineties. So maybe we won't have to run the air fingers crossed. We're getting pretty good at managing um, airflow in the camper. We picked up a couple different fans now that we're on um, electric utility plug-in shore power. We don't have to worry about diminishing the battery, just running fans. So it's nice to be able to uh, get some, Airflow through the camper and not worry about the amp draw on the fans. So picked up a couple of decent air movers and that's working. But um, got to get that solar system back in cycle. Unplug, let it uh, let it get in its normal um, charge discharge pattern, um, so we don't get caught off guard with a couple of uh, cloudy days. We did decide to book almost exclusively hip camps uh, on our trip and the majority of them we tried to get electric and water just for the fact that it will be july we'll be traveling in july it's possibility of hundreds um 100 degree temperatures over that whatever and with the dogs we can't risk um if we don't have electric and can't run the air the dogs would just be miserable they'd be in the truck um with the air on in there our two south dakota sites Actually, excuse me. One South Dakota site is um, is boondocking for sure. And we've invited Corey's parents to come and experience that with us. It's literally a gravel pit on 1,500 acres. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. But no water, no electric, no sewer, no, no nothing. No nothing. Uh, we're going to be there for three or four days. Out next to the Black Hills that sounds absolutely wonderful. Then we have, uh, I think only, I think we have only three, maybe four stops that we went boondocking just for, um, it's, it's less for our comfort. I, I honestly, I honestly feel that it is not our, um, not for our comfort. I think if we didn't have, if we didn't have the huge dogs with like 18 layers of fur, uh, we could definitely get away with uh, not running the air as much, not needing water as much, and things like that. Corey and I are dreaming of the day the camping gets way easier, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, but we love them. We love them. We love them. So, Golden GoldenCrixit says, yikes, about what? About what? About staying in a gravel pit? About staying with no electric or anything? That's why I built this trailer. That's why I have the solar. That's why I have three over three hundred amp hours of batteries, and uh, and a composting toilet, and huge water tank in my truck, and all of that stuff. We just we just came to uh, oh a gravel pit. Kebunk wonders if the dogs swim. The dogs do swim. Brian and Corey don't like the dogs swimming because then the dogs come in the camper wet because it takes like nine hours for them to dry out. Like unless we get a blow dryer out, they will be wet for a day. What did you say a day? They're damp underneath. It's it's a long time, and then them coming into the camper wet is just not what uh, what's what we want. Um, Backwoods butcher says it'd be nice if there are a few hip camps in New Hampshire, dude. Thirty minute free consultation, and I'll tell you what to do. Thirty-minute free consultation, and then, uh, and then uh, signing up for me to do your shit for you. I'll do all the online stuff and tell you what you got to do in in uh, in person. Hmm. Interesting. There's somebody that could get hip camps going in in New Hampshire tomorrow. Anyway, K-Bong says, "Ha ha!" But it cools them off fast. It does. It does. And in an emergency, in an emergency. Uh, if there's something to where the generator takes a shit, oh, that's another thing I have to do. I have to change the oil in the generator. Um, lots of content, lots of t- content coming. Um, Backwood says he's just messing with me. Um, he thinks it's going to be a lot of work. It really, really, for what he has and the customers he could target right away, he could be done in by the end of the week. Uh, what's today? Thursday. By the end of next week, I would say he could have uh, campers there. Just saying, just saying, he thinks he's too busy, but I don't think so. Um, yeah, I gotta change the oil in the generator, so lots of content coming out of all the work I have to do. Uh, one other quick note I forgot to announce it. I have two announcements actually, uh, that I was gonna put up front, but uh, two days left for that silver, uh, silver pre sale before I put them up on the net. Uh, where you get an extra opportunity to pick the number of the silver sets you want. Last night, Corey and I were uh, busy at work. <laughs> Corey and I. <laughs> Corey, Corey was kind enough to address all the envelopes. so when you guys get your uh, when you guys get your silver and Kyle, your prize winning from the Renegade Butchers is going out today. Uh, the beautiful handwriting on the envelopes is not mine. Um, if I write on the envelopes, it looks like a serial killer did it. And I just don't like to avoid doing that. So Corey is kind enough to address those for me. Those are going out today. All the pre-order silvers that have been paid for, um, and, uh, they will be going out. James, your coin will be coming from me. Your coffee will ship tomorrow. Um, as in that was the end of the pre-sale for the, for the, for the sets and stuff. So I gave scrambling. I told him I would let him know by Friday, how many orders to send out. And so James, your stuff will, your coffee will get mailed tomorrow. Um, Backwood says he wants to run electric and level that shit out. Okay. Do that after. Do that after. There's plenty of people that don't need that plenty. Um, And consider maybe just, Packing away the money you make and uh, then putting it towards making it better eventually. Don't let the perfect be the enemy of the start. Um, but anyway, that was one announcement. Is that silver's going out today? And you still have a couple days. You can email me at info at the com or uh, hit me on Telegram Brian Alexevich at on Telegram t.me me slash Brian Alexevich. Um, Josh says he should start addressing shit like that. Cutting letters out of old magazines. That sounds great. That sounds great. Uh, But that's all uh, set up. The other announcement to make. uh, (coughs) It's not a full-blown endorsement or recommendation or anything. But if you have been already looking into hardware wallets. If you have already done your research. And you know which one you want to buy. And it happens to be the Blockstream Jade. I have an affiliate link with them. I also have a discount code for you. The LOTS project. All capitals, all lower, doesn't matter. Make them both. Uh, they said it's not case sensitive, but uh the LOTS LOTS Project coupon code at blockstream to get a jade will get you 10% off. I also will get a nice little kickback on anyone sold through my link. I need to post that link. I need to post that link and um, and uh, get that out there. But I uh, I have one on the way for me. I will be doing like unboxing setup videos. Probably do another ebook on introduction to hardware wallets. I was looking through them all. I looked through all the the newer uh, the newer ones on the market. I wanted Bitcoin only because that's all I deal with anymore. Uh, and the Jade. Fit the bill. It also fit the price point under 85 bucks, all in shipping, everything. I reached out to the company. I said, Hey, what are you doing? How's it going? I saw on their website they have uh, affiliate sign up. I signed up. Anybody can sign up for affiliate. It got approved. I started talking with the gentleman that emailed me about it. Uh, and I said, Hey, I want to do a lot of content, I want to do this. He gave me a dick discount code. Um, gave me a discount code. It gave me a uh, affiliate link. It gave me some marketing material and likely uh, he was on PTO, but likely I'm going to have somebody from the company on to do an interview uh, introducing people to hardware wallets. What is it? Why do you want one? What makes Jade special? What functions does it have? Um, Back and forth and things like that. So I'm excited about that. I will get the link in the show notes eventually. Uh, It's posted in the Telegram group. I will be talking about it pretty regularly once it comes in the mail and I get started using it. Exciting, exciting. I'm excited about this. Um, Yes, Jade is more Bitcoin focused, less shit coins. Uh, That's the reason the Jade over the Tracer. Uh, There's also Cold Card, which is a little more expensive. But being that I focus on beginner, intermediate, cryptocurrency, uh, help, consulting, this and that, uh, I think... The, the lower price point of the Jade makes a lot more sense for me to dive into. And if it's appropriate for me to use, to be able to promote that to people just getting started. Um, it's a hell of a lot easier to justify spending $85 than I think the Trezor was like. Trezor and Ledger were up pushing 200, I think. So um, K Bong says cold cards is next move. Yeah yeah cool cards a little more expensive and uh i really liking the functionality the the camera functionality of the jade i'll hold off that until i get it and explain it or talk to the gentleman on the interview but it has a camera for air-gapped air-gapped transactions there's also another a lot of other features that i've i've looked into that that seem like they're going to be very 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 nice to have so Excited about that. You can do your own research and pick what you want. Uh, let me hit roll back up here real quick. Uh, Golden Cricket said, do you need insurance for HipCamp? HipCamp has insurance in their. Trasor um... is only 65. Interesting. Yeah, I I don't I didn't even look at them uh, once I realized that I was a maxi and was only needing Bitcoin. I stopped looking at multi multi coin um, hardware wallets. Didn't make sense for me. So, I uh, it might have been 65. It, I don't know. Was it 200? I thought it was. I thought when I started looking at them, and this was years ago, uh, I really didn't dive in to get one of those, so I could be way off. I've only looked recently at the Bitcoin only wallets, so sorry, sorry if I threw that out there and it was completely wrong. Uh, I, I was under the impression back when I was looking at them that they were uh, 150 plus for the ledger and the The Ledger and the tracer, at least uh, some versions of them. Maybe. I don't know. Could be off. Could be off. Jade multi-sig. And Jade handles um, Liquid, Bitcoin, and uh, something else. But there are a lot of interesting features, for sure. I can't wait to get it and uh, run through them and take my time. Yeah, Jade can also mine. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff I'll be talking about. I'll be talking about. Anyway, we're in an hour. I got to wrap this up pretty quick. Um, item of the day today, uh, tea diffusers. Tea diffusers. Uh, pretty easy, pretty straightforward. Uh, we bought this set of tea diffusers back when I was making kombucha. We were making huge batches of kombucha, kombucha like uh, four, five, six gallons at a time. We needed larger diffusers to make the black tea to start. Well, I made combo teas. That was another reason we bought this. It came with three different diffusers, three large diffusers that you could mix and match different teas, do different blends. I like doing that. Uh, We don't make kombucha anymore. We've hit the road. We've gotten rid of the largest diffuser and the little uh, trays they come on to sit and drain out, but we kept the two small diffusers because they work. They're six, seven years old. They're stainless. They look like uh, they look like we bought them. Not not uh, not any worse for wear. They will last you a long time. This set of three is twelve dollars and it comes with the three diffusers, three trays and a uh, scoop, a one tablespoon uh, scoop with a clip on it. You'll see it in the review. Check the review down in the links below check the link to the Amazon listing, 12 bucks. If you need some tea diffusers, you're making kombucha, you're making tea, you're making whatever, uh, grab one, grab a set. I appreciate it. Share it around. Even if you don't need tea diffusers, but you got to do some Amazon shopping today, click that Amazon link. Look at the diffusers, then search for whatever you want. We still get credit for it, and I appreciate it. It's an easy way to help support the Lots Project. Other than that, biochar Tonight with Porterhouse. I'm excited to chalk to porterhouse about biochar his experiences what he's seen what is biochar all sorts of things like that then i am excited to troubleshoot a little bit of a a project that i'm i'm spinning together over at tim's property to get rid of some deadfall slash and all the likes hopefully porterhouse can uh, set me down the right road on how to do this experiment how to figure out the most efficient way to do a lot of this stuff at once without putting a lot of money in I'm excited to talk to him. If you have biochar questions, be sure to check that out tonight at 6 Central or drop any questions you have in the Telegram group. I will be sure to bring them up during the show. Porterhouse from Porterhouse and Teal on tonight to talk about biochar. Lots to talk about. All right, guys. All right, guys. It's, it's that time of the show again. We're going to wrap it up. So if you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com or on Noster Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcast 2.0 Value for Value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, and we will catch up with you tomorrow. Hey, 10K giveaway tomorrow. Don't fork it.